This show was first broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM, thanks to New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Radio on Wheels on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Each week we tow our mobile studio to a different location in Taranaki. We bring you local people, local stories, local events and local music. Radio on Wheels, a weekly show about your town. Yeah, I've been running, I've been running all my life. And welcome to Radio on Wheels for today. We're visiting the coastal town of Opanaki. We've shot down State Highway 45 and here we are and we've got some interesting guests today. Uh, Some returning guests, uh, Diane from Opanaki Players and then we're moving on to the Emporium to have a chat to Michaela. And welcome to Radio on Wheels. Today we are coming to you from um, windy uh, Opanaki. Um, it is a very windy day out there today and uh, it's nice and refreshing though, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear some creaky noises, that'll be the caravan shaking in the wind. And um, thank you for joining us and I'd like to welcome our very first guest. Hi, Diane Baldy. Hello, Michelle. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. So... Um, I'm going to start by asking, do you actually live in Opanaki? No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> sneaky. Where, where do you hail from? I am at Punio Road, um, but the Okato. I used to be in Kinner Road, so I was fair, a bit closer, a bit closer, but I'm still part of the family. Oh, lovely. And do you <laughs> live on a farm? No, no. Uh, we sold our farm and, and live on a small block. Wonderful. And you're here to talk about um, the Openaki players. Yeah. How long have you been involved personally? Oh, probably about seven years. So, bit bit of a, one of the old hands nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time we talk to somebody from there, it seems like it's one big family. And we like to think of ourselves as a big being a family and that we all get on and we all work together to put on a performance and enjoy ourselves. Oh, that's wonderful. And I believe that you had a very successful season of Peter Pan back in December. We did. Sold out, oh, before we'd got very far down the track. So, and we did debate whether to put an extra show on, but it just wasn't going to work, what what with restrictions and everything else. Unfortunately, we couldn't. But uh, we were pretty pleased when... The we had a lot of young act, actors and actresses, and they did really really well. Is it, is it hard to find those those actors and actresses, particularly the young ones, or do you get inundated with people um, saying pick me, pick me? We don't get inundated. Uh, we're always looking for new people. Um, anybody that wants to come, be part of it, and they don't have to be on stage. We've got an awful lot of jobs behind the stage, lighting, set sta- setting the sets, um, costumes, props. There's there's masses and masses of jobs. So if you don't want to be on stage, that doesn't mean you don't have to be part of the part of us and come and join in. Um, I started by being on stage. Um, they were having difficulty finding somebody for a part. 
Um, and I said, yes, I can do it, because there was no lines I had to learn or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk. Since then, I've been on stage, but most of the time I'm backstage. But it, it's, it's a really good community and lots of fun. And we do other things. We do the shows, but we also do other things for just club members. Um, we've got our AGM coming up, and afterwards that night we've got a fancy dress. Yeah, so tell us about that. that that's on the 20th of <laughs> that, Feb. That's right, 20th of Feb. Uh, starting at 6.30, there'll be the AGM, which will take probably about half an hour. And then it's a fancy dress, which is drag, however <laughs> you decide to interpret that. And then uh, with um, a shared plate for everybody. Um, so it's... Bit of fun, like bit of social. Fun. There'll be a bit of singing, there'll be a bit of dancing, there'll be a bit of just chatting and laughing and joking. So it, it should be a good night for everybody, but it, it's bringing the club together. Yeah, great. So is that open to everybody? So yes. People that yeah, aren't necessarily if, part of it at the moment? Yeah, anybody that would is interested in coming and having sit, finding out about us, want to be part of the club, uh, want to be an actor, want to be behind stage, just want to know what what's more about us, then come along, come and see us, and come and join in the fun. Uh, I imagine that would be an interesting way to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> people are dressed in drag. Wow, actually, that, it's an interesting theme, isn't it? Because yes. um, there's drag races and drag queens and uh, yeah. all sorts of interpretations. Yeah, so. well, there was a big discussion the other day between a group of us saying, well... The guys come as drag queens, but what do the girls come as? So we were sort of debating how, how we would interpret that, and basically we said cross-dressing, we mm. thought for us, but that somebody else might interpret it differently. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I hope you take some photos of that. Uh, there's always photos. Yeah, good. Good, <laughs> good. We'd like to see that. That are usually on our um, website, uh, not our website, our uh, Facebook page. So... Yep, so that's the Open Aki Players yep. website page. And, um, yep, so the AGM is on Sunday the 20th of Feb, starting at 6.30pm. Now, there's all sorts of other things going on there at the moment. I believe there's some renovations happening. Yes, yes. we. It's been being discussed for years about the auditorium wasn't as welcoming or as modern as a lot of other places around the district, the theatres around the districts. So we decided that um, it was time that we set to and did something. It started off as st staging as steps where you sit. Um, they were a bit rocky. They mm -hmm. had been made originally many years ago to be able to be moved so we could move our stage uh, audience to different parts of the building. Ah, clever. Very clever, but we haven't moved them for donkey's years. So right. we decided that let's make it safer, make it stronger. So it started off way back in March last year. We basically stripped it down, rejigged it, fitted it so it is solid. And that was club members did that. Um, it was about three weekends that we spent doing all that. Then we've gone on and we've... Um, ripped off walls, refitted walls, rejibbed them, repainted them, and done all that. Um, 
uh, we changed the colour and did that. A lot of people probably haven't even noticed because it's gone from black to a dark green. Right. But it has changed and the walls are basically in the same place but they're more sturdy. They're not just temporary walls now, they're permanent walls. So d does the building belong to Openeki players or yes. is it leased? No, we, right. we own it. We oh, that's purchased a, bit special, it a number of years isn't it? ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we did this and then we said, right, well, what else do we need? And we put a team of four of us together, which was Wendy Smith, Heather Jensen, Colleen King, and myself, Diane, um, to look at what else we could do, get prices, work out how we were going, and, you know, a plan. Yeah. Put a plan together. Big project. Big project. Um, so we got quotes and everything. We've decided, and then we seconded Mike Smith in to help us with the grant, who put the grant together for us, uh, the application together for us, and we applied for that. Um, we managed to get uh, acceptance from the Toy Foundation of 15000 Wow. And from the Taranaki District Council, 6000 um, And that means we can now go ahead, and we're going ahead putting in the big carpet. We've, re, we've sandpapered the wooden floor at the front and re-varnished that. We've done, the members did that themselves. We're getting the carpet from uh, Flooring Extra. The light, we've put new lighting in, down lights, which Sinclair's have done. They have also uh, getting new curtains for the, along the wall, window wall. Um, and that, that we've got those from Sinclair's who uh, uh, have been really helpful there. We've also got a lot of our paint and general things from there so we supported local there we're also supporting local by going to um, Stratford office furniture who are making up coffee tables for us so there'll be new coffee tables we had new chairs about two years ago so we're, we're sort of building it up um, but where we can the members have done it and there's a lot of members and Husbands that have been dragged in from, from different places to give us a hand. So it's been been a big teamwork event, but it's been good. A true community event. It's, yeah, that's wonderful. And um, to my shame, I've never been to Openaki Place. Oh, I'd no. like to change that at some point. <laughs> but what's the audience capacity there? There's well, before COVID, our audience capacity was sixty-two. Um, during COVID sessions and part of the reason we probably sold out so quickly for the last show is we've had to take it down to 50. Right. To get the distance yeah. um, that's the, uh, that we've had to do and all the rest of it for people. Um, it probably will stay at that for now. Mm. We would like to take it back up to 60, but... In the circumstance at the moment, 50 is probably where it's going to be for a while. Got to keep everyone safe. Yeah. 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 And we are very aware that 
we, our community has got to be kept safe as much as possible. So yeah. we're sticking to the rules. We're finding out what we've got to do. It's, it's, it's difficult, but um, at least we're still managing to put on shows. Oh, definitely. So when do you think the renovations will be finished? Is there a finish goal? We hope by the end of March it will all be done. Oh, really? Okay. So um, it really, at the moment, the lighting has been done. We've got the curtains, but we haven't put them up yet. The All the work that the players can do is done. The tables, we go and look at a uh, prototype in a few months. Uh, at the end of, uh, I think, in about a week or so's time. Yeah. If we approve that, they will then get them made and we should have those by the end of February. And the carpet, we are just hoping that they, it manages to get from Australia to here. Oh, right. <laughs> and then they will be putting that down, um, they say... The early March. So by the end of March, we sh should have everything set. Wow. So by the next show, it will be all new. Good stuff. I suppose carpets are really important um, feature for a theatre. Is there? Is it? Was there always the, carpet there? Are you just updating? no. This is part of the thing. It was always just bare boards. Okay. Um, and we we decided that one, it was a bit drafty, and two. It wasn't as welcoming for our clientele, the yeah. people that come and give, support us through it, and we wanted to make it nicer for everybody. Yeah, and it um, would affect the sound as well. Well, that's it. So, yeah. and the carpet it will be a good soundproofing, so we won't be hearing all the pitter patters of people's feet <laughs> <Right>. anymore. <laughs> oh, that's exciting! So, is there going to be a grand opening when it's all done, or have you got another um, production still, in the wings? Still, still working, working on that. The as I say, we hope to do a show later in the year, which will be June, July. Right. Um, that will be probably when the general people will see it. Uh, we are planning on doing a night for all ex-members, current members and future members if they'd like to come along to a grand opening of the, the new auditorium and see, see if they all approve. Hopefully they will. <laughs> wow. Hard to turn back after it's all done, I guess. <laughs> so if people turn up to the AGM on the 20th, are you going to stick a paintbrush in their hand or something? Or are they, they say no, it's they... just a... <laughs> no, they, it has all been finished painting. Oh, good. Good <laughs> so good. that's all been done. We've had to do it in between the different shows that have been on in the last 12 months. So, mm -hmm. And we've had three shows. So it's, all right, we can do it now. Oh, we can't do any more because now it's dress rehearsal and the show. And so it's been sort of slowly been being done but it's 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 there now oh that's so. very exciting congratulations good, thank you good work and aren't we lucky to have you know the toy foundation and the oh, South yes. Taranaki district council that are so good at supporting our community well that's it we couldn't have afforded to put the carpet in without mm. them mm. we couldn't afforded to have put the lighting in without them we have a lot of we you know we have um, everyday bills just like everybody else we've got to pay the rates the lighting and all the rest of the power and all the rest of it mm. just as everybody else does so, uh, as well as putting on the shows is a cost so 
the money we make goes towards those things. So, right. but uh, we've we've we're well supported in the community, which is really really good. And it must be. It must cost quite a lot of money to put on a production because you do have all the costumes and the yeah. everything, yeah. The, the, the set, making the sets and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. is it, do you kind of break even with what you um, take from the audience? When we usually make a little bit of profit for the show, but that profit then gets eaten up with the standing orders of everything else. Yeah. So yeah. It, we've... we've had a very successful few years mm. uh, hence the reason some of the work we've been able to do a lot of like the the wall changing and all the hardwood work that we've had to do mm. the building work we've had to do um the players have paid for it it's only really the lights the tables the uh, curtains and the carpet that the foundation, the grants have gone to. Right. Which was the things we couldn't afford to do. Yeah. So we we are investing within our community, within our building ourselves, and uh, we want to make it nice for everybody. Oh, because we want them to keep on supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> well, the impression that I've always had with the Openaki community when we've come out here is they are very supportive of local artists. They and, are. And. The, the productions at the um, and and events at everybody's theatre and, and yeah you know it's, yeah they it like... we have a very good community out here um, we feel very supported by everybody mm. um, they and they they are there for us it's very rarely do we not get a good response to a show that we've done I don't know of a time when we haven't had a good response so. Well, and actually, I've, for a small town, if there's a production happening, there's a really high chance that most people in town know somebody that's in it or have a relative that's in it themselves. So, very true. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Yeah, yeah. Got to go along and see Auntie Diane or whoever <laughs> on stage. So that's that's a bonus, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 No, oh. we, and you know, we get a good bit of support from the schools as well because you know we help them um with getting youngsters involved in it as uh, and being part of the community um but it you know we find we lose people because they youngsters because they go off to university yeah um Luckily enough for us, there's always a few more coming through. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that keeps it fresh too, That's doesn't it? it? Rather That's than it. having the uh, um, same people all the time. And then you've got the old cronies like me. <laughs> <laughs> who keep the wheels turning, who keep it happening, who apply for the grants and, and get all the, yeah. the renos and good stuff happening. So, yeah. oh, it sounds like a very healthy organisation. And, you know, the AGM sounds like good fun too. <laughs> well, we try and make it fun. So, you know, we've we've we we want the members to stay. We want yeah. them to not only see it as working hard to do a show, but also enjoying themselves. And uh, so we we try and make it fun for everybody. Okay, so if you'd like to find out more about the AGM, you can go to the Open Aki Players Facebook page. Yes, 
and uh, that's on Sunday the 20th of Feb from 6.30pm. Yes, that's Excellent. right. More the merrier. Excellent. So, Diane Baldy, thank you so much for coming to talk to us today. And good luck with the renovations. And, you know, hopefully we'll get you guys back when you've got the next production coming up and we can talk about that a little bit. That will be great. Thank you. And thank you for your time, Michelle. This is the Emporium in the main street of Okanaki, and I'd like to welcome my next guest, Michaela Niedenberger. Niederberger. Niederberger. Oh, <laughs> so a tricky close. Yeah. So close. How are you, Michaela? Yeah, I'm doing well, actually, yeah. Braving the windy weather, but yeah. <laughs> it is windy today, and we are sitting in the back of 
the shop. Yes. In Rhonda Crawford's art studio. Yes. Which kind of feels like we're sitting in a garden, really. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, there's lots of beautiful florals around for you to feel like you're in nature when you're inside. Yeah, this is her space where she comes and she sits out here every weekend and um, works on her paintings. Yeah, and um, people are able to come out and have a look at what she's doing and all her works in progress. And she's usually happy to have a chat too, yeah. Does she work on a number of paintings at a oh. time? <laughs> yeah, that's always a running joke because she's never working on one piece. Um, she's usually got about six or seven pieces on the go at once. It kind of depends on what mood she's in okay. or what she wants to work on. And, um, yeah, it's quite funny because people will come in and they'll see a piece they really like, but it's half finished. They'll come back a month later and be like, oh, still haven't finished that one. <laughs> <laughs> but she's working on something else or she's worked on three or four paintings in between. So it's just whatever she feels like doing that day, she'll pick it up and work on it, yeah. Okay. I don't actually know what's usual for an artist, whether no, that's a, yeah. a usual habit or whether somebody would normally mm. work with someone painting and get it done. Yeah, well, I have some. One of my artists... Um, Kirsty Maynell, she's able to just work on one painting at a time and just work it through and get it done really quickly and then she moves on to the next one. So I guess it kind of depends what kind of person you are and how methodical you are about your work and how organised your brain is. <laughs> yeah, so it is interesting to see what different processes people have, for sure. Okay, well this is a, a really, truly beautiful store and if you haven't been out here, you should come for a, come for a bit of a day trip and, and have a look. Um, are all the artists that you have here, are they all local? Yeah, so most of them are from Taranaki. We have one from Wellington, and she travels up to see us, but um, we try to stay pretty local because there is just plenty of talent around here mm. anyway. We don't really need to outsource. Um, but, yeah, people are always pleasantly surprised by how many creative people actually live here, mm. especially even in just the Opanaki region. You know, we've got a great collective of artists just in this one town. And, um, yeah, it's a really high calibre, actually, around mm. here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what we've found, too. And it's, it's a place that seems to attract artists from actually all over the world yeah. and all over New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Definitely a beachy, sort of natural space is great for artists to clear their minds and just get into their work, I think. So it's definitely a funky little town for people to come in and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, and quite a, a lovely, relaxed way of life, isn't it? Everything oh, you definitely. need is here. Yeah. Did you grow up in Opanaki, Michaela? Um, local? So, yeah, my family's been here for generations. Um, I've sort of moved around all over the place, but Opanaki's always been a base for me, and my mum's always had the hair salon next door, um, Turnheads, so... Um, I've always been in the area and always felt a connection to Opanaki especially, yeah. I think it's a beautiful place to be and everyone's just really friendly and welcoming. So, yeah, I just think, why would you want to be anywhere else? <laughs> so with your... Uh, because the work that you have in here is of a very high calibre. Is it mainly really local people that, that buy or do you have lots of people passing through? Um, yeah, it really depends... Um, so the building boom has been really great for us around here. So people, they build a house and they naturally want some new art to fill it up. So we've had a lot of local people who've built houses and bought from us. Um, but we also, Auckland is a really big market for us. Um, a lot of Aucklanders are finding us randomly. <laughs> I don't know where they hear of us or they just stumble upon us. 
And um, we're able to keep our prices pretty low compared to Auckland because they have really high overheads. And so the art's naturally more expensive. Um, so they come here and if they see something, they love it, they know they have to take it. Otherwise, it'll go somewhere right. else. So, yeah, we sell a lot to Auckland and Wellington people as well. Um, always find us and, and we're selling to them mostly, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. do people buy work online as well? Um, they have. I do sell a little bit online, but I think with art, it's such a personal thing. And it's something that you actually need to see in person before you spend a big amount of money on a piece. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the colours don't always show up the same and can't really get a feeling for the size. But people have come in and then later on they've bought online is usually the story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, you, you know, a piece of art really kind of arrests you and you think, oh, yeah. no, I can't buy that or I don't have enough money or yeah. that's, you know, and then if it stays with you... Yeah. Exactly. You know you need to come back and get it. Yes. Yeah, you, there's some pieces that you just have a connection to, and if you mm. can't get it out of your head and you have the money for it, I say, yeah, you better just go and do it. But, yeah, it is one of those things where art is so subjective and um, it's something you really need to see in person to mm. understand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, full disclosure, um, Rhonda Crawford, who we were talking about earlier and whose space we're sitting in at the moment... Oh, you know her quite well, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, yeah. So Rhonda's my mum, uh-huh. and um, she's always been a very arty person, but has sort of expressed it in different ways over the years. So, of course, she's done her hairdressing for years, and that's always been how she's express- expressed her artistic talent. But it wasn't until my brother and I left home that she really started getting into painting, and um, it's sort of taken off, yeah. Um, she's really at a high level with her work now and people are really connecting with it and it is beautiful um, yeah I'm lucky enough to have a couple of pieces myself <laughs> so yeah yeah we we do run she sits up the front on a Sunday and Monday and does her work so she runs the shop for me on those two days so I'm really lucky to have her and have her input on the business side of things as well because she has been a successful businesswoman for years so Right. It's really invaluable. Through the hairdressing yeah, salon. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And how well supported are you by the local people of Wapanaki? Oh, they've been amazing. Yeah, especially when we've had our quiet periods. They'll think of us first when they want to buy a gift for someone mm. or they'll always come in and support and buy little things here and there. And every little bit counts, actually, and they've just been so welcoming and always been so good to chat to and catch up with the locals, yeah. So we're really lucky to have a really supportive community around us, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, as well as the um, beautiful big pieces of art, you also have a lovely range of giftware as well. Yeah. And yeah. Tell so, us a little bit about some of the things that you have in here. So we really try and have um, a decent range of things in terms of price and what they are, because... You know, some of the paintings can range from the thousands and then you have some that are a couple hundred or maybe 60 bucks for a print, you know. So Mm. really anyone can come and find something that they can get attached to. And then as well as that, um, we do stock a lot of great gifts as well because that's just something that's like our bread and butter, you know. And, um, yeah, I just think, you know, you don't have to have a lot of money to come in and support local artists, which is what we're trying to achieve. 
Mm. Yeah. And how long's the shop been open for, Michaela? Um, so I worked out the other day. We tried to open in March 2020, <laughs> and of oh, course yeah. that yeah. wasn't going to happen. But so I've been working on it for two years, but we've been open for about a year and a half. Yeah. So it's gone really quick, actually. <laughs> well, that, that's quite a brave thing to do as well, open a new business in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, brave or crazy, you call it what you want. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was actually really great for us because I think through COVID, people were forced to be home. Mm. And they're sitting there looking at their blank walls going, oh my gosh, if only I had a painting. And um, so it was perfect for us when we did eventually yeah. open up. People came out and really supported us. It was amazing. Yeah. And I guess some people have got, you know, a little bit of extra cash now that they're not having overseas well, holidays that's right. and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And so for that reason, we did have a lot of Aucklanders come down because they didn't go overseas. And so they travelled New Zealand instead, which has been amazing. Yeah. Awesome, that's really great. And I love what you've done in here with the doors as well. That's very inspired. <laughs> we'll have to take a photo of that and put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely my mum's creative brain working its thing out, yeah. Yeah, so we've got basically a whole wall of doors that are all painted in different <laughs> colours. And I guess it looks like some of them open and are actually functioning yes. doors. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like Alice in Wonderland out here. Yeah, it is. Uh, so this was built by my husband, my brother and my dad. And me and mum supervised. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone in the family has had a hand in helping us build this business and getting it set up. Because everyone's actually really creative in the family, just in different ways, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's been really cool. Excellent. Michaela, thank you so much for um, sharing your little wonderland here with us. <laughs> no problem. And um, yeah, we wish you all the best with the business. Thanks awesome. for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. Trust, 
song by local musician Chloe or Unintended Strangers was the name of that collaboration there um, yeah that's it from Openaki today if you are from one of the rural towns in Taranaki and you've got a story to tell we would love to hear from you so you don't necessarily have to be a business owner or an artist or anything like that maybe you've just got some good yarns from back in the good old days that you'd like to share um, we'd love to hear from you so you can contact us at the station access radio taranaki um, on 0675137 uh, or just have a look at our website and there's plenty of ways to get in touch thanks for joining us today Kakite. Gotta take a minute and relax. I ain't got time because I'm writing the track. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Radio on Wheels. Our aim is to help share the voices from all over this province. If you'd like to tell your story, share community events or news, we'd love to hear from you. Contact us at the station on 06 to listen to past episodes of Radio on Wheels, check out the Access Radio Taranaki website. We'll be back next week with more news and views from around the Monga. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.